Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where we learn all about building resilience in ourselves and helping others build it too. We draw from the principles of positive psychology and coaching to help you face adversity and do more than just survive. We want you to thrive. We are certified life coaches and speech language pathologists, and we will help you manage your mind, your emotions, and become the very best version of yourself, version 2.0. Let's get started. This is Heather Stables and Leah Davidson, and this is the Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 3, Awareness. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here to join us for Episode 3. Today, we are going to be talking about some life coaching tools. But before we get started, I want to just double check, make sure that you are part of our Facebook group, the Building Resilience Club. And I also want to ask a favor of you guys, if you would be so kind as to go to iTunes and leave a review, it is so helpful for other people to find our podcast when there are reviews. So we would love if you would do that. We would love if you would share our podcast with other people who are interested in learning how to build resilience. That would be awesome. So Today, like I said, we're going to start talking about a life coaching tool because it's so important that you have a variety of tools in your toolbox of life. I know for me, it's like if I had a great hammer and I was just going around hitting everything with a hammer, it would be great for some things that required a hammer and not so great with other things. It would be completely disastrous if I needed a screwdriver or a wrench or something else. So when we look at our toolbox of life, we wanna have a whole bunch of tools in there. And one of the ones I wanna introduce you to today is simple, but it's such a powerful tool. It is the tool of awareness. So this is kind of a big tool because it's the equivalent of, say, your address. So I'll give you an example. If you want to go somewhere and you enter in the address in your GPS or you say, hey, Siri, how do I get to XYZ? They will give you the directions and the instructions, but they can't do it until they first are told where you're starting from. That's awareness. Awareness is knowing your address, like what country, what city, what town, what street, what street number you live at. Is it a two-story? Is it a bungalow? Is it a ranch? Is it a split level? How many bedrooms? When was it last renoed? Okay, so Siri and GPS doesn't need to have all that information, but for awareness, we wanna get even more specific. Like we want to know as many things as possible about where you live. That's what awareness is. Because your brain is the home you live in in your head. So you need to know the address, the kind of home, the rooms. Your brain is like that. That's what we've got to figure out. You need to look around your brain and you need to see where you're living. So you need to build awareness. Yes. Another example is kind of like a movie. So awareness is really your ability to look at yourself almost from the point of being an observer, like across the room. So you're the person sitting down to watch a movie, except the movie is what's going on inside of your brain. So you notice that there's a storyline, there are certain things that happen, and you can see 
as the characters reacting in certain different ways. Except you're the character and you're the observer. Right. So it gets a little meta, but but keep going, keep going. Mm -hmm. So another example is like the storm. So it's cool to think about this because it's important for us to recognize that we are not our thoughts. We are not our feelings and we are not what we do, what we say, what we feel, what we think. While these things are part of our life experiences, they do not define who we are. Just because a thought appears in our mind, it doesn't mean that we are the thought. And just because we might feel a certain way at a particular time, we are not that feeling. And it's the difference between being in a storm and being outside, being swept away by the wind, feeling the rain, getting cold versus sitting on the porch, watching and witnessing the storm. So you can think of it as an observer or a watcher of the storm that's going on inside your mind. Yeah, I love that analogy. Another one that works well for me is awareness is like turning the lights on. So if you think of it like you're entering into a house and you walk in and it's pitch black, you won't know where things are if you've never been in this house before, especially. You may trip over things, bump into walls, close doors. You have no clue. And then you turn the lights on and you're able to see everything. So you can see where the walls and the doors and the windows are. You can see what's on the floor, the kind of furniture you have. You can see what looks good. And then you can also see what's a bit of a mess. So you have to remember that turning the lights on doesn't change the layout. It doesn't clean up the mess. It just helps us become aware of what needs to be done and what needs taken care of and what's working and what's looking good. So being aware is basically what is happening in our brain. It's like having the lights on while we think. We become aware that we're thinking. Like Heather said, we are not our thoughts. We realize we have thoughts. We can see those thoughts. We're the observer of these thoughts. They come and go. Later, we're going to learn what to do with those thoughts. But the first step is just to become aware of what is happening. Mm -hmm. And it's not to change your thoughts. That's not the goal right now. It's to, to look at all of them like an inventory without judgment. And, and if, if you do, if you're surprised by a thought that you're thinking and you become aware of it, it's kind of, it's an interesting thing to get curious about it rather than, than judgmental. So sometimes once you're aware of what you're thinking, you're tempted to do something. It's like, oh, ooh, I don't want to have that thought. I'm going to stop having that thought. I'm going to think something else. Like, so it's like a, a substitution, right? You, yeah. I'm going to swap that thought out. The thought could be, oh, I'm having a terrible hair day. You know, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It could be something like, it could be something really trivial or something really significant, right? But you don't want to get, you don't want to judge yourself for thinking these things. We want to have a lot of compassion and hold space. Yeah. I love the analogy when people say you want to come at your thoughts from the perspective of being a scientist as opposed to a judge. So a scientist would be looking at something like, oh, isn't that interesting? I wonder where this came from. I wonder why this is here. I wonder what would happen if I did this or did that. So that, that curiosity, that fascination 
doesn't have any judgment. It's just pure interest. Like, oh, I wonder how this happens, how this works. Whereas when you come at it from the perspective of being a judge, it can be pretty harsh. Like, why are you doing that? What's wrong with you? You shouldn't be thinking that. And the problem is, is that when we have that judge in our mind talking to us, we tend to not want to turn the lights on. We tend to say, you know what? I don't want to hear this. I prefer to keep everything in the dark. So try to get really curious and ask yourself when you're looking around your brain, you're shining that flashlight in all the corners, you have the lights on, you're just going through and saying, what's this over here? I wonder what I could do with this. I wonder why this is here, as opposed to shining it and looking around and thinking, this is terrible. I've got to clean this up. Look at this clutter. Why haven't I done this before? People think I'm this or that. Really get curious and not judgmental. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the goal for, for right now is just increasing your awareness. And if any of those strategies help you, I would invite you to, to use them over the next week. We have tens of thousands of thoughts a day. We are bound to think things that are negative. We are bound to think things that are positive. And so just accepting all of them for what they are in this moment and, and notice how like the thoughts jump around and notice how some may make you feel better than others. Notice how some you love having, some you might be ashamed of and never want to have. And what's just, you're shining a light in your brain and you're checking things out. That's so, right. And next week we're going to talk, we're going to talk a lot more about thoughts and what to do with them and, and how they are. So this week, your job is just to be curious, be the scientist, shine the flashlight. Don't worry about what's in there. We all have junk drawers in our homes, like all of us. It'd be sort of fun to go through our junk drawers and, and share what we have in them. I think I've got a whole bunch of really old phones and batteries, keys that I have no idea what they belong to, but we all have those things. In your mind, you got a junk drawer too. And it's not such a big deal, but just get curious with it. Be aware of it. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about thoughts and how we can separate thoughts from truth, from reality. And in the meantime, I'd like to invite you guys to come on over to our Facebook group, the Building Resilience Club. We would love to see you there. And again, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review on iTunes, that would be fantastic to get the word out, share the podcast with people so we can help more people become more resilient. Have an awesome day and we'll see you next week.